This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. A wet and miserable day. A wet and miserable result. It's finished full time. Newport County 2, Mansfield Town 1. And yet again, Matt Town had a bloody lead. We've only gone and thrown it away again. This time though, not entirely all Mansfield's undoing. All right, a woeful clearance from substitute Jordan Bowery led to Newport getting back in the game. But then a questionable penalty late on, awarded by the referee for handball against Roland Menayes. Sees Newport take all three points and Stags confined to their second defeat in as many weeks, leaving them on just two points after four games. Get your comments in now. My comment is simply this. It's not good enough. Cam Felton is alongside me, watching virtually from Manchester. Cam, what a miserable result for Mansfield Town yet again. I mean, it's Newport. I don't think it sums it up any more than that. It's just a horrible place to go. And yet again, we, we've let ourselves down because we we had the lead and we've we've just blown it again. And yes, the penalty was questionable, but... I think we've got to hold his hands up and say we weren't good enough. I don't think the substitutions were good enough. I just, it was just the game plan just didn't seem, it wasn't enough. Yeah, it was a very frustrating afternoon for us, really. I mean, like you say, the, the game plan didn't seem there at half time. 
you know, I was happy with with nil nil. Then we take the lead for a, an absolutely fantastic strike, no question. But yet again, the same old mistakes come from Mansfield, don't they? Woeful defending, lackluster defending, really, almost sort of half-heartedly as Cam's camera uh, disappears and shows us uh, an overview. It's it's doing it's doing some uh, some form of advertising. Uh, we'll sort that in a second. Uh, I'm I sure not. we'll go to that for now. I'm, yeah, I'm sure Cam will sort it out. He's, he's sorting it out as he sorts that out. Um, but honestly, oh, uh, such a disappointing uh, display. Um, this Cam gets the pictures, bottles up, and sorts his camera out. Let's go to a few of your comments. We want you to get involved, uh, as always. Uh, and it was kick-started this week by a comment from Stephen saying Cochrane out. Um, a bit early in the season for that. Uh, there he is. He's, he's got his camera back sorted now. Uh, Glynn says, so disheartening. Great goal from McLaughlin, but poor elsewhere. Jamie says, well, where do you? what do you say to that? Good start to the second half, and then we scored. And then we scored. Then we played rubbish. We need an experienced defender and fast. I've been saying this for weeks. Clive says, Bowery miserable. Referee misery. Why on earth did Graham Cochran bring Bowery on instead of Cook? Um, Wayne says, I know it's early in the season, but I'm really getting fed up with the same thing week in, week out. No more excuses. Things have got to improve and fast. Gary says, better performance uh, against a very good side. Uh, penalty was harsh, in my opinion. Looked better up front, making more choices. Uh, Nathan, who is now uh, suddenly himself uh, in Gibraltar, says, time to null and void the season. I knew he'd say that at some point. Um, Andy says, stay calm, never a penalty. Jamie says, and we need to play 4-4-2, no width. Stephen, not good enough, just the same as last season. Um, and Nathan says, silver lining, lads. It's currently 23 degrees and happy hour soon. Well, it is for me anyway. Nathan, you know what you can do with that. Um, this is disappointing. Have a great time, my friend, because we've certainly not had a great time um, watching that. Where do we start, Cam? I think we'll, we'll go back to the beginning. Um Five changes, obviously. Uh, we'll talk about the obvious one later on in the show when we've calmed down um, a little bit, and that being, uh, obviously, uh, Steck uh, not involved today. Had a test for COVID. Adsted uh, all the players in there again. No excuses for any of that um, for my money. I think we've we've got to have a look at the substitutions today and, and, and what was made because, you know, it was a good start in 11. Um, we made a, a, a change up top, and I felt that Maynard and, and Reed did enough. Um, we should have made changes earlier. Felt we should have brought Cook on rather than Bowery, and that's where things start going a little bit wrong. Yeah, and I think uh, when when we have golden chances like Maynard and Reed had, I think we just need to put them away. Uh, Maynard obviously had two two fantastic chances. One he just completely missed. The second one he just put in the wrong place, uh, and both should have done better with both and I think Reed had some some good chances but then again it was also his first game so we've got to give him time to adapt and whatever Maynard should be doing a lot better though he knows he knows what he needs to do he knows why he's at Mansfield and he needs to score the goals when he's given the chances and I think yeah the substitutions really let us down today and I think uh especially going after that, uh, after they equalised, bringing someone like Alistair Smith on, I just think was an absolute waste. Because firstly, we'd got um, Ollie Clark was in, had picked up a knock. James Perch was on a booking, and we're chasing the game. Why bring someone that's not got nothing against George, uh, uh, Smith because he's a good player, but he's just he. The situation wasn't right. We needed someone to get 
really stuck into the game, someone with a bit of creativity, and you've got someone like Harry Charsley on the bench who you could have brought on, and then you've got two players that can't even make the team in Tyree Sinclair and Kellen Gordon. And it's just so frustrating from such a positive start to the second half and getting the goal and just throwing it away. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I completely agree on the Smith substitution. I think Smith's certainly got something about him, but I think he needs to go out on loan and and develop. He's not ready to play League Two football yet, in in my opinion. He needs to go out uh, and, and get some football. And I think that's something which... You know, maybe we need we need to not necessarily blame John Dempster for the previous manager, but obviously last season he, he was there to tick the homegrown player box a lot and, and wasn't utilised. And where realistically last season was the time he needed to go out and get some some real game experience. So um, I think he needs that this year if he's going to develop. We've got other players that, uh, for my money, are slightly more ahead of him in terms of uh, Sinclair um, to sort of sit in that place and, and tick that box. Um so that's disappointing. But again, it, it's not um, it, it's not a criticism against Smith. I think he's, he's certainly got something um, to give. But I think at that point in the game, like Cam said, we've got Harry Charsley on the bench, who for my money I, I don't think should have been dropped. I think it perhaps should have been Maris the one to, to miss out. Purely because, like I said before the game, if you watch the little preview thing, purely because I think um, Charsley is more of a box-to-box player and that's what we needed. Um, today and that's what you want when you're chasing the game and then to bring Cook on with barely a minute minute to go just purely because we've got a free kick for some height absolute waste and if I was Andy Cook I'd be absolutely fuming today because he didn't absolutely he's done absolutely nothing wrong um, to be dropped in the first place and then to only come on for a minute when you know really he could have made a, a positive effect on the game you know from the hour mark you know there'll certainly be questions there won't they Cam? Yeah, and I, I, if I were Cookie, I'd be very feeling very hard done to because, like I said, he's he's done nothing wrong. Obviously, he scored scored against um, against uh, Leighton Orient. He didn't do anything wrong last weekend against Exeter. It was just another poor defensive show, and I think that's it, it's not that we poor all over the pitch. It's just defensively, we just seem shaky, and we've got and then just our, being able to make subs as well is just the timing's poor or we're bringing the wrong people on and then that just 100% falls down to the to the management like what what's going through their mind to think right we're going to do this this and this if it's not even what the game needs yeah it's very frustrating uh, to watch i mean it's all right for us sort of watching at home and watching from uh, the virtual stands if you like to to make these criticisms obviously they're the ones who can make the changes but you know, we've we've got to be more proactive when we're chasing the game, and defensively, we are so naive at the minute, so naive. It it's poor. I feel sorry today for Aidan Stone because I felt he had a tremendous game in goal, kept us in it no end of times. Yeah, and we know what sort of player Aidan is. He's a fantastic young player, and I think he's got a, a really good future ahead of him at at, at at Mansfield as well as maybe moving on in the future. Should he should he want to? And I think. I think he deserves a chance. I think, obviously, it's disappointing to lose Steck, but um, we know we've got a decent goalkeeper in backup, and I think it's what's even more frustrating is when the rest of the team in front don't perform. It's just like, oh, today you'll see two goals conceded, and it'll be like, oh, what's the goalkeeper done? And it wasn't. Stone could have done nothing about either of no. them. 
one one's a massive mistake from a striker and one's a massive mistake from the ref. So yeah, absolutely. And obviously the penalty sends him the wrong way. It was a very good penalty from from him as well. You've got to give credit to that. Keep your comments coming in. Obviously, naturally, lots rolling in after that two one defeat uh, away at Newport. Um, Andy says, if they are the benchmark, then for a new team, we're not that far off. I think presuming, uh, I think, you know, as a whole, our performance, like, it, it wasn't too bad. It was just those, it's those silly little errors which, which have cost us again. We should have at least come away with a point uh, today from Newport. Um, Jamie says, you can see why Bowery was a free transfer. Clive says, we should all have a whip round to pay some other clubs to sign Bowery. Jesus Christ, Bowery's getting some hammer uh, today in the comments. Uh Paul says, Barry is a liability full stop, never a penalty. Things don't improve soon. You know what happens. Uh, GC has got a worse win ratio than Dempster. Tad harsh on that, considering that last... Again, it's like the whole Flickcroft situation when he took over from Evans. Different side, different players, etc., etc. But, you know, these things happen and we all know where rash decisions get us. It's very easy in the... Um, the anger after the game uh, to get slightly carried away. Like this comment from Ashley, which simply says, sack him, not won a game, sack him. Uh, Darren says, uh, Smith allowed the left-back to spray the ball down the line that led to the penalty. Never closed the defender down, just stood and watched. Um, Clive says, there's probably a positive in this for Cook. Surely Graham Cochran cannot in future favour Bowery over Cook. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree to near enough everything there uh not closing down defense from specific players i'm not going to keep mentioning names because i think it's a bit harsh to single players out sometimes but uh yeah it's just not good enough and i think yeah cook cook's one at the first names not team sheet for me every week and i, I don't think i think nicky maynard was just getting into his stride when he got took off you could see the chances were just coming and coming and coming. You knew he was going to take one eventually, and then he gets taken off. So I think that's a bit harsh as well, to be fair. Chris says, uh, same old, different season. Wrong sub, uh, passing frustrating. Mark says, poor appointment like Dempster was. Uh, different Mark says, absolutely woeful Sunday league team at best. We have one of the highest budgets in the league, and our team are playing like they have never met before. Never felt so negative about a Stags team in over 20 years. No tactics, no game plan, no clue. Strong words. Very strong but, words. Yeah, it's it, it's. I, I can see why everyone's so frustrated because it, it's just when when we have, even though we lost last weekend, it wasn't a bad performance. This weekend is even more frustrating because we actually played relatively well and still lost. That's the frustrating thing for me. Yeah, very much so. Like, you know, it, it's been there. We, we've played well and for probably, you know, 70% of the game, but it's those little margins of error which, you know, lead to defeat and essentially has put us 20th in the table. This is not the start we wanted and it will not be the start the board wanted either. Uh, lots of comments flooding in. I'm trying to get, um, uh, trying to get to, trying to get them to, uh, through them all. Um, uh, Jamie says, I'd love to see Graham Cochran's stats at Mansfield since he's been there. I think he's played 21 games now as um, uh, as Stag's manager. I might be wrong in that. Uh, Pedro says, a draw would have been a fair result. Completely agree with that. Um, we only lost you to a bad refereeing decision. I think they looked okay in the second half. Um, 
Uh, Chris says 20th not good enough Gary says even though we lost we were better today than previous games passing was better Newport were only five minutes uh, from beating Newcastle we're not far off yeah lots of indifferent opinions today I mean it's I think obviously everyone's going to hammer Jordan Barry because of the mistake he made um, he's, he's going to be a bit of a scapegoat for that personally for me I don't think he should have been on which we've, we've touched Touched upon. I thought I felt Cook uh, should have been uh, introduced to the game at, at that point. Um, a lot of people are going to question Graham Cochran's um, win ratio. Um, although I will still say it's early in this season with a completely new team and new strategy. And other from other than um, other than the sloppy mistakes, we're not that far off. What we need to do, and the emphasis is on need. We spoke about this a little bit yesterday in the Danny Rose podcast. Is we need to use. Some of the money we've we've you know we've gained from selling CJ, who again scored for Blackpool today and he's thriving, um, and from selling Danny Rose yesterday, we need to use that to bring in an experienced central defender, somebody who is you know 28 to maybe 31, 32, someone who's maybe played at League One minimum who can come in, grab that defence and the team as a defensive unit by the scruff of the neck and say we are not going to concede sloppy goals because every single time we are defending a set piece or you know from open play especially set pieces we look flat-footed and we look second to absolutely everything we are crying out for a strong commanding experienced central defender i don't care about this so-called reducing the you know, reducing the age of the squad. I don't care about that. What we need is somebody to marshal us. And if we don't get it, I honestly can't see us um, pushing towards that top seven. I think we'll be a scrappy mid-table side. And that hurts to say after just four games. And that's not frustration talking either. No, it's not. Because I think we've seen... It, it, yes, we're three games in, but we've seen how the team's going to be set up over the season. And I think... I think today was very much just a throw of the dice, change change five players. Yes, one was in four, so score that four. So it, obviously we've wanted to change it up and it's still not worked. So where where are we going wrong in his in our game plan? What's what changed from the game plan from last week to this week? Uh just to end up having the exact same result. Yeah, it's it's a it's a big question, isn't it? And for me, I felt we brought the right players in. Let's look at those changes. We'll uh, we'll scout over the stack one for now because I think that opens up a, a different conversation in itself. Um, but the the four outfield changes which we made, Perchin for Harry Charlesley. I would have brought Perchin. I said this before the game because I felt we needed some experience to sort of lead that midfield, especially against the side like Newport, a ground like Newport, who are physical, who can be direct. We need some. We needed somebody in there to marshal it. But for my money, it shouldn't have been Charles Lee who was dropped. Um, McLaughlin for Benning. I think we've been calling for that since the day he signed and uh, put in uh, 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 perhaps a man of the match performance. We'll decide on that later for me. Uh, down that left-hand side, we looked a little bit more lively. A lot. We had a lot more attacking flair and the goal he scored was simply outstanding. Um, and then the two the two changes up top probably wouldn't have made two changes. I would have made one change up top, and that would have been Reed for Bowery. Um, Cook for me shouldn't have been dropped, um, and I think the Bowery one. I think we've we've given enough airtime to that one. We we made the right changes, but we may we maybe took the wrong players out if that makes sense. The, the right bricks to put in place 
but we put them in the wrong place, if that makes any sense. Yeah, and I think, obviously, we'll, we'll take stock of this game. Obviously, it'll be a complete, uh, predominantly a different team on Tuesday night for Lincoln. I think, obviously, that's just going to be a lot of getting players' minutes and who needs fitness and whatever. Um, so, I think, obviously, Tuesday's game plan will be completely different, but it'll be interesting to see what we do over the week in in training and whatever in preparation for next week's game against Stevenage because that in, in, in itself brings a whole new new game plan and I think that's it I think what worked, what went well today will work well next weekend from what we saw last season of Stevenage because mm. they weren't a great team but I think this is the thing about League Two. You come up against so many different teams in how they play. You get some teams that play some fantastic football like Exeter last weekend. A week on, we're playing a team like Newport who are who are very physical and in and in true Newport fashion, the, the conditions weren't exactly great. Yes, the pitch was a lot better, but it was still very wet. And you can notice there were quite a few mistakes. Yeah, they certainly were. And it, it's one of those for me where... You know what you're going to get at Newport. You got to, you've got to be prepared for it, and you've got to react to it. And I don't think we reacted to it enough things uh, today. Keep your comments coming in. Um, Richard says, uh, "Look good for most of the game, especially the second half." Reed, Maynard, and McLaughlin look very good. No luck again. Never a penalty. Not deliberate, uh, and an arm outside the box. Even if it did hit the arm. Uh, Paul says the 16th of October is when the transfer deadline day closes for EFL clubs. So that gives us just looking at the calendar uh, once it loads up on my screen as it never does. Uh, 16th it would be uh, two weeks yesterday so uh, still got a bit of time to, to look and bring players in uh, but I certainly think we, we should be doing. Um, Paul also says Benning should have been shown the door. Smith send him out on loan. Bowery send him to the moon. Um, Roy says, oh dear, I do think Cochrane's the man f- for the job, but Bowery was shocking. It wasn't a pen. Terrible, terrible ref's decision. Uh, Maynard, no wonder no one wanted him. Cook and Reed should start. And then in capitals, come back, Danny. Ah! Um, and Clive says Dolan controlled most of the game for Newport. Absolutely. Um, let's t- uh, briefly. We've got ten minutes um, left. It's gone very, very quick today um, since we started the clock. Ten minutes left of, of the cool down post-match reaction show. So do keep comments flooding in. Uh, let's talk about the uh, the change in goal. Uh, Marek Steck um, shown signs of illness. Uh, this week and in in line with protocol was tested uh, for COVID-19 and as a precaution as were the entirety of the squad. Uh, Steck's text came back negative as did all of the other members of the squad so no issues there. However yet again it it's one of those isn't it where if you get a cold which is natural when you you know you're going to be training outdoors with with the weather changing the protocol now will be isolate um you know, get tested for COVID and things like that. It it's going to disrupt game plans. And whilst it's not an excuse, I don't want to see it being used as an excuse by by managers, by coaches, by players. It's something we've got to deal with, but it's something we've got to be weary of. And we as a squad need to make sure we adapt um, on the pitch. Let's talk about the performance of Aidan Stone, though. For me, um, we'll talk about man of the match, etc. At the very end, like we always do. He will be one of two names. 
um, for me today. Even though he conceded two, I thought he was absolutely fantastic. And regardless of Steck's illness, I don't think he's done anything wrong to lose his place ahead of next weekend's game in the league. The Cups are relevant for me. I think we might even see Mason Campbell starting that one. Um, next weekend, I don't think Stone's done anything wrong to warrant losing his place. I thought he was absolutely outstanding today. And to be fair, for a lot of it as well, Cam, the defence looked a little bit more comfortable, dare I suggest. Yeah, Stone's a fantastic keeper, and we've seen that over the games that he has played. Think back to uh, Northampton, the last game of last season. He was putting a fantastic performance, and we've obviously we've worked on stuff in training. Obviously, when Steck um, started feeling unwell, so obviously the game plan changed. I think Steck probably would have played today had he have not been unwell, but I don't think that he'll uh, regain his place for next weekend for definite because Stone, yeah, fantastic game. We always seem to look a little bit more solid at the back and excuse the pun, we look look like a rock. So why not? Um, but we, yeah, we just look more solid at the back and I don't know whether that's because we've got such a young back line. I think it just works well. I don't know whether it's because... The players in front of Stone are a little bit more experienced, so they just communicate a, a little bit better or what. But Stone, whenever he has come in, be it this season, last season, whatever, has done a fantastic job. And today, yeah, two goals, but neither were his fault, really, were no, they? He could, get, he, got, he could get nowhere near the first one. He was crowded out by players and... As an experience, yeah, penalty's fifty-fifty, and he goes the wrong way. I think if he goes the right way and guesses the right way, he may well get a hand to it. It's just one of those things. It is a lottery. A lot of praise for him in the comments as well. And a man called Darren Stone, who has a picture of Aiden as his profile picture, so I presume it's his actual lad. And he said, "My lad says it was no pen. So if he was, your son's had a great game. And if it's just a namesake, your namesake's had a great, great game." Um, Gary says Stone had a fine game and looked very, very comfortable throughout. Uh, Richard says he did palm one away that was straight into his chest. Yeah, he did, uh, but you have to remember today as well, um, their keeper did exactly the same thing, Nick Townsend, and it was a very wet, slippery day out there as well when the ball's zipping at you. It, did he keep it out of the goal? Yes, there you go, job done. Um, Paul says Aiden did very well today, keep him as uh, number one. Roy says, agree, Paul, also like to see him there uh, next week so fingers crossed he does get uh, uh, a bit of a run out and the kit he was wearing as well Cam if we can just spin a positive on that I oh, thought that was kit. very tasty Ooh. yeah unreal I think it's just a red and yellow ver what well, a red version of the away shirt but it looks very very oh. nice Some I mean if Paul Nyland's watching and you know you want to put a few in the club shop and take my money now basically yeah. yes please do very very nice kit indeed very nice kit indeed um, in terms of where we need to go now then and what we need to do obviously we've we've got Lincoln on Tuesday night in the cup we will see some changes undoubtedly for that to get players uh, some minutes and I think actually now considering the last two results Cam those players who come in um, one in particular I imagine will be Aaron O'Driscoll and Kellen Gordon for just to name but two it gives those a massive massive opportunity to get themselves in contention for a start in the league on Saturday because we have to try something to improve what for me is a poor start to the league two campaign yeah I'd, and I think the, the I think we've finally got a, a back four back five 
Um, I think that we look very comfortable, obviously. Stone in goal, and then McLaughlin had a, a fantastic oh, game. I brilliant think. today. Brilliant. Brilliant. Couldn't really did nothing wrong. Uh, Sweeney, solid as ever. Rollin did well. Obviously, very unlucky for the penalty. Very unlucky. And I thought Farron Rawson had a... He's improved a lot yeah. since, the since Preston pre-season game. when we're all... Yeah, definitely the Preston game because we're all thinking, oh, no, what what have we got here? Um, but no, credit to him. Massively improved. And uh, Corey O'Keefe is just absolutely brilliant on that right-hand side as well. I think we... As a team, I don't think we played that bad because when we did create chances, they were from like uh, pouncing on mistakes that Newport made or we were just thinking a little bit ahead. We were just unlucky not to score in the first half. I don't think anyone did particularly anything wrong. I just think then when the game changed from... We obviously 1-0 up. I think the game obviously massively changed because obviously Newport were then chasing the game. I think we were just overrun a little bit. And obviously, then just to throw the get not throw the game away, but just to concede that penalty, I think just left us obviously left us too much to do in that last five ten minutes, uh, ten minutes in total left, and we just never recovered. And yeah, why? When you've got someone like Cook on the bench, why wait until the last minute? Because we know he can change a game, and I think had he have come on a little bit earlier, even before they conceded their uh, before we conceded the second. I think it would have been a, a different result, whether it, we could have saw out the game for the draw or we actually got the goal and, and went on to win. Yeah, for me, that's the most frustrating thing for me. Um, all right, we concede a soft goal to get it back for one or But at that point, rather than chase the game, it feels like we make negative moves and, uh, negative moves and that we're just resigned to playing for a point. When we've got the players on the bench, Charlesley, Cook to name two, to go out and to make a positive difference and to go for it because that game for me was there for the taking. Newport were beatable today and to knock them away with anything, that stinks. It really does stink. I imagine it will be a foul, foul atmosphere on that bus on the way home. Long journey too. Oh, it's, it's miserable. It just seems that every time we go to Newport, it's just a miserable day. And it's... <sighs> We've got a lot of picking up to do during the week. But I think if we... Yes, we've lost today. But if we go out and perform like that next Saturday, we will win. This is the this is the thing about League Two. <laughs> we, the, the, the contrast in opposition is just, 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 just so far. And had we have played like this last weekend, we might have won again. Because it just seemed that what the mistakes that we made last week were fixed this week. And we just seem to be building... Slowly, yes, we've lost again, but it just seems that the the plan is right. But then it's when the game changes, it just seems wrong. And I think we just need to adapt a little bit quicker, or just change our our strategy slightly when it comes to making subs during the second half. It's trying. It's like trying to build a mansion with Lego, only for a gust of wind to blow it all down. It, it's solid enough in in theory. 
but all it takes is, is is one gust of wind and then we struggle to to get back up and that is really really frustrating lots more comments uh, coming in uh, you've got about two minutes left um to do so darren says stone is a great keeper never a penalty very light up front though bowery is shocking uh, clive says mclaughlin was my man of the match uh, in my opinion uh, gary says ollie going off injured may be an issue perch is getting booked every game charles lee all issues um play charles lee all issues uh, for the manager uh, for me like we said earlier we need that commanding defender um and i'm not entirely sure I would go and bring in a midfielder I'd just give the opportunity to Tyrese Sinclair who I'm, I'm bewildered that he's not been involved in the last two games Cam yeah we saw he's he really is such a talent for the future and he's he's only going to get better and I think give him the game time 100% he'll play Tuesday yeah and I think he's got to grab that game by the scruff of the neck and really take it to Lincoln and prove why he needs to be in the squad because on Saturday, you'd probably say, obviously, Ollie Clark's going to be touch and go if that injury is anything serious. I think Maris's place is up for grabs and Perch's place is up for grabs at the minute. So just go out and prove a point because if you're gonna if you're gonna do it, do it in a cup competition. Yes, because the pressure's not as not as big. You know, if I'm yeah, saying if we lost on Tuesday, it's not the end of the world. Yes, no. it's a little bit of money, but it's not we we're never going to make the final we're never going to never going to win it so annoyingly because we as... we are good enough to do that and i've maintained for years that we should be giving it a go in that competition but that's another round well, we for the day but when when games are coming so thick and fast it's just a, another hindrance sometimes but use that game to his advantage try some different systems play different players and just see how it works and let them players go out and prove a point and prove why they should be in the match match day squad come come two o'clock next Saturday afternoon. Perfectly timed as the clock hits zero. That is it for talking about today's game. I will, however, uh, run over the uh, the comments which I've missed. Um, uh, earlier on, somebody said uh, it was Chris who said Nigel Clough, winky face. Um, where did I get to, Ollie? Yeah. Mark says Omar Bogle, get him in. Uh, Clive says, can we get Timmy Olsnick back? Um, Wayne says, it's always the last 10 minutes. We always let the opposition score. Kai says, sack him. Uh, Gary says, could have scored four or five today. Newport now top of League Two. Uh, and Darren says, final comment of the day uh, from you guys at home. Thanks very much for getting involved. He says, Sinclair is immense, should be in the starting 11 every week. Time now, though, Cam, uh, to think about your man of the match. Uh, and whilst I give you a little bit of time to do that, let's have a look at what's happened elsewhere uh, around Skybet League Two today. Carlisle United have beaten Barrow by a goal to nil. It finished 3-all between Colchester and Oldham. Crawley won, Southend United won. Another draw of the day. Exeter beat Cambridge by two goals to nil. Cambridge's uh, first defeat of the league season, if, uh, if memory serves me right. Finished one apiece between Forest Green Rovers and Warsaw whilst Harrogate were beaten 2-1 at home to Bolton. Bolton's first win of the uh, Skybet League 2 season. Leighton Orient were beaten 2-0 at home to Cheltenham, whilst Morecambe were 1-0 winners over Port Vale. 
Stevenage were beaten by Salford. I bet you wish you watched that game, you know, Cam? <laughs> and uh, the only other result other than ours in League 2 today uh, saw Tranmere uh, beat Scunthorpe by two goals to nil. Uh, Grimsby against Bradford was postponed again. Uh, Covid cases, etc, etc for them. They've now got two games in hand over us. How critical could they be if we continued this? woeful vein of form let's take a look at the Skybet League 2 table then Newport County who beat us by two goals to one today coming from a goal down are now top of the pack having won three and drawn one of their four games so far on ten points Morecambe in second on nine and Salford in third on eight playoffs are Cambridge, Port Vale, Extra and Crawley down at the other end of the table not where we want to be. The Stags in 20th, having played four, drawn two and lost two. Scored four, conceded six so far. Two defeats in our last two. Barrow beneath us, having done the same. Same goal difference, but scored one goal uh, less. Oldham sit in 22nd, just outside the relegation zone on a point. South End. Uh, sitting 23rd on a point, having picked up a draw. And Grimsby have only played two games this season. Lost both of those on no points so far. Haven't scored a goal yet either. They've got two games in hand though, and I'm sure Ian Holloway will get them firing. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. For the Stags though, a 2-1 defeat away at Newport County to kickstart October on a miserable, miserable afternoon. But the question is, who gets man of the match. Cam, who are your candidates or do you have an outright winner? Uh, stuck between Stone and McLaughlin. I thought they were both fantastic today. Um, McLaughlin, obviously, fantastic play for the goal. Um, just stepping outside the defender, giving him enough space and just firing it into the top corner. Brilliant finish. Stone, very, very unlucky with to, to concede the goals today. Nothing he could do about the first and the second one was just a 50-50. Which way do you go with a penalty? Yep. Um, for the first one, very much just crowded out, but it all spans from a mistake from somebody else. Nothing he could have done. Uh, so I'd probably say Stone. I just He didn't do anything wrong, so I can't, I can't say anyone else but Stone really. Yeah I mentioned earlier that I had two names obviously uh, you've mentioned the two names in Stone and McLaughlin I felt McLaughlin uh, did very well today fully deserved uh, his goal um, an absolute rocket and really gave us something different um, on the offensive going forward but defensively um, he did okay uh, he did okay uh, but it was part of the defence which is con conceded um, um I would like to see McLaughlin keep his place. I don't think he's done anything wrong to warrant him being out of the side. And he actually uh, excites me. And there was a few moments in today's game where Corey O'Keefe went from that far side to sort of link up with him. And uh, and sort of other players like Maris and Perch sort of dropped into that vacant space. And um, I felt that worked quite well. He gave us an attacking threat, put a number of decent balls in. One in particular, which Nicky Maynard swung at fresh air at. And um, we should have absolutely buried that chance um, for me. 
Uh, really gives us a good attacking option. But I am going to agree with you, Cam. I'm, I'm doing this far too much these days, agreeing with you. I am going to agree with you and give Aidan Stone uh, my man of the match. So jointly, he's the Mansfield Matters man of the match. I felt he was fantastic in goals today, despite conceding two. Like he said... Um, unlucky with the first one was unsighted for it and it was very much a defensive mistake a poor clearance from Jordan Barry when he should have absolutely put his laces through that and put it into 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 Rose Ed uh, the second one the penalty it's a lottery goes the wrong way uh, it, it's very unlucky he made I think probably four maybe five very good saves uh, he was commanding from corners and set pieces got a hand to things and, and marshaled his defence very well and his distribution as well um, was fantastic. So he just edges it for me. He perhaps won't play on, on Tuesday, but certainly next Saturday as we go up against Stevenage, I would definitely very much like to see um, see him uh, keep his place in goal and uh, us try and uh, push on a little bit. What do you do now then, if you're Graham Coughlin just finally, what do you do now considering the, the last four games and, and the way we've been defensively, how do you approach Tuesday night's game against League One side Lincoln City at home in the second group game of this year's EFL Trophy? Uh, probably, you're probably looking at a very youthful squad, so your Mason Campbells, your Tyrese Sinclairs will play. Aaron O'Driscoll will be one to play. I'd imagine that probably Jamie, maybe Jamie Reed will get a game. Maybe if Graham's got the plan of of starting Andy Cook next weekend, which I think he fully deserves. I don't yeah. think shouldn't have been Reed dropped. Did anything? Yep, shouldn't have been dropped. I think Maynard would. Yeah, like we said in the podcast, I think he was just just getting into his stride as he were as he was taken off. So. And, for the wrong man as well which was really I think we're likely, likely to probably see James Clark as well on, on yeah. Tuesday a name we've not mentioned for a while but another defender that can sort of uh, play in there and uh, and cause problems as well so Graham Coughlin certainly got options but I, I'd definitely like to see him try and delve into the transfer market um, as well all discussions for another time however it'll probably be a couple of weeks before we actually do a normal podcast in the week mainly because um, obviously, this week we've we've got Lincoln at home in the cup, so we'll try and do a cool down after that. Uh, it might not happen there. We'll keep try and keep you um, up to date. Uh, Willie, try and speak after next week's game as well. Although I know you're not here for that, and Nathan's uh, also in Gibraltar, so it's that time of year where we have uh, conflicting social diaries. But we'll certainly try and uh, do something um, as well. Um, but yeah, it's certainly uh, certainly one to to keep an eye on. That though is it. For today's cool down post match reaction show, my thanks as ever to Cam Felton uh, for getting involved with today's show, um, and my thanks as well to you guys at home. Fantastic discussion uh, in the comments about today's game and about the start we've had. Really appreciate you guys getting involved on the show for the fans, by the fans. It will always uh, be that. The Stags have got Lincoln on Tuesday night, then Stevenage at home, and then Bradford at home. So the next three games are at home. Morecambe away on the 20th, Cheltenham away on the 24th, and then Barrow and Warsaw at home to finish the month. We have to, for my money, try and stay unbeaten for the remainder of this month. Let's see what happens as uh, the season continues. But today, it's finished in defeat again. Newport County 2, Mansfield Town 1 is the full-time score. Don't let it get you down too much. Have a fantastic rest of your weekend.
TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.